This is for me, Clive. Blah, 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 football, blah, blah, beer, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that's, that's our best review. That's pretty good. <laughs> Hello, welcome to a very special edition of For Me, Clive. It's been 12 months, just about. We last met in May of 2016. Some of us have grown, some of us have not. Some of us gone to the Chinese Super League. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of us sounds have like left. Sounds like you had that intro written. I didn't. I'm freestyling. This is top of the dome, mate. This is eight mile stuff. Right. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, same crew. Back for a special, very special edition for me, Clive. We're in Soho Studio today. Woo! <laughs> Centre of London. <laughs> right in the cent- in the hub of London. Round the corner from your office, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeky. Did exactly. a few hours work this morning. Don't worry about it. Brilliant. And we're not here just to record a podcast either. This this is a special day. Special for, day. It's, it really is, actually. All jokes aside. Bobby, we haven't seen you since September of last year. What's that? Nine months? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Managed and to pick up girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah. along the way. Mm-hmm. And chlamydia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, I already had that. You already had the chlamydia. I was, I was, and she picked up the I was chlamydia. ground zero for that. Right. Okay. <laughs> so hang on. This is a trifecta. Special pod. Mm-hmm. First time you've seen Bobby for a year. Mm-hmm. And first, first time... As well, us three have been together in that time as well. Oh, hang on. Well, been together in what way? Well, no, not, <laughs> not just seeing Bob's, but right. think of it, if you add in that. First time we met up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. It's so true. you've got something special going on. I've got something special yeah. going mm. on. Oh. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just me. <laughs> You're coming out. <laughs> I'm coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a coming just out me. podcast. Bands exactly. stand up on one of the hottest days of the year in a cardigan and, well, and wearing all black. <laughs> exactly. I've come from Birmingham today and the weather is very different in the Midlands than it is down here. But I dissect. Dissect? No, let's dissect it. <laughs> <laughs> Digress. 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 Yeah, sorry. The, lo- the other thing we're here to do is to celebrate or commemorate Ben's you know, eminent nuptials. Passing of... Yeah. You're Passing all... of the testicles over to Emily. <laughs> Signing up Emily for a, a long-term deal. It's about time. What's it been, 13 years? Uh, 12. Just 12 over years. 12. Right, okay. 12 years on loan. Wow. It's so... a long term. I'm still waiting for my testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing a sort of mini stag for Ben today as well. The three of us are going to... Mini? Yeah. Well, he's had a few stags already. I had a couple. You, how many have you had? They, they, those were just warm-up games. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is having it large. This is it. Mini stag. We're not this going the, mini. Why are you today? taking this, such offence to a mini final. stag? Uh, I'm, I'm just. I keep looking at my watch, thinking, why aren't I drunk yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, Shenzhen. Time. I mean, that's a good. That's a good one, Ben. You got some presents for us. Yeah? On that. On that note. Right. See what uh, I did. See what I did there. Yeah, that's good. So good so segue. You want to host this thing? This is a gift from me to you. That's been in my fridge. For I think it's three or four months. Mm. Um, I'll let Med Medland pick out the actual limited edition time of when these were available. Right. But it's my favourite beer of all time, the Brewdog. And you've had a few. <laughs> and I've had a few. <laughs> the Brewdog Self Assembly Pope. Right. Thank uh, you. Limited edition, which features um, coconut, mm-hmm. cocoa, seven seven point five, and vanilla. We're starting big. Jesus. 7.5%. 7. 7.4%. Right. We haven't even had breakfast yet. It is absolutely delicious. It's really, really creamy. No lactose. Right. Absolutely bloody beautiful. So are we talking an, an IPA or a Saison or what? I think it's a porter. A porter. It's a porter. Oh. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Oh. 
Beautiful. Have you got a beer? I'm not wasting any uh, time. Well, so I, I didn't have one. I've got a, right. spark, I've got a sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. I've got... So then the second beverage... Right. I'll introduce the second beverage. Sure. Is one of our homemade ah, groggy octopus. Uh, this Ooh. is um, the Cinco de Drinco. <laughs> right. Uh, which is an IPA. Is it an IPA or maybe a Pelo? I think it's an IPA. Um, with chilli and lime. With uh, the chili and lime, chili and lime, the chili and lime were uh, stuck in vodka for a few days to clean them. Look at you boys getting all creative. This with is the very brain. nice, um, but come, it's been come a long way from a box of fun. around for a bit, so I may let it settle. Let's, let's, let's open it up later. This is gorgeous. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, isn't so it? So I've seen a couple of these Brewdog specials. Have you seen o- Oculus? Have you seen that one? Which is there? They've got this milk stout there. I thought you'd have seen it because they sell it in Whole Foods, which is right. somewhere I assume you spend a lot of time, Ben. <laughs> and a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, mm, yeah, this is lovely. This is gorgeous. It's a hell of a lot of flavour. Oh, it's beautiful. What was in it? Coconut? Coconut, vanilla, mm. and uh, cocoa. I'm getting a little something it's else. It's the coconut that is, that is different that you don't normally get. Yeah. This is a, a gorgeous little beer. All right. Thanks for that, Ben. Um, so we've oh, got there's more. So we've got those, and right. then it's... We've only got an hour. I know. <laughs> we've got to talk about some football as well. Yeah, exactly. And then we've also got another little special commemorative sure. present. Uh, when, it, very, when it rains, it pours, eh? Which is very pertinent. Oh, God, we're not wearing T-shirts, are Very we? pertinent to this. Okay, on. Oh, look oh. at this. <laughs> right, for the viewer. Who, viewer? The listener who can't For the, can't list, hit, for the listener, Ben. <laughs> for those at home. For those at home. <laughs> Ben go. has just pulled oh, out mate. some for me Clive Polo Unbel- shirts. A medium, that's ambitious. <laughs> I've, I've checked. I've checked with your wives. Right, they said should be medium. Um, <laughs> should but, be. She knows how much beer I drink. But oh. she that band, so, Soph said she didn't. She, you hadn't been telling her how many croissants you've been having recently. <laughs> <laughs> Most oh, specifically, and, and Christy said that yours would be a large in China, so she thinks it'll be medium right. for Europe. Moral of the story. Was she talking about penis size? Or? <laughs> <laughs> She's only outside the door, but you need and to be careful. I'll just have you just point out a tiny little detail mm. for the listeners at home. It's sure. Fruit of the Loom. Oh, that's it's a... Fruit of the Loom Premium. Oh, wow. wow. Feel the yarn on this. I mean, the Feel thread count. the thread count. <laughs> I don't want to put it on. <laughs> the thread count is incredible. Are we putting so, them on? What's, the, what's going on? Are we putting these on throughout the day? Yeah, I, was, I thought we should wear them now. Okay, fine. Let's put them on. Just now or for the rest of the yeah. day? <laughs> oh, these are lovely. Are we going to pose in these post-podcasts? Post-pod pose? Post-pod... Oh, yeah. They're tight around the guns as well, which makes me feel that. <laughs> you look lovely, man. Oh, you, look, mate, you look the you best you've ever looked. You look gorgeous. <laughs> Are we going to go collars up? I'm going Canton. You, you've gone collars up? All right, OK. I'm Bobby, not collars, strictly collars collar down. No. All right, OK, fair enough. You're talking to a guy who, who irons his socks for football. <laughs> um... No, Bloody there isn't hell. more. Stop it. Oh, no, no, no. And then, then there's a card, but you can read these after. Right, okay. Read those after. Oh, and I did get a little present for Christy because I didn't want her feeling left out. It's my own brew. <laughs> yeah, it's very uniquely British, yeah. I think, isn't it? Well, it's the drink of your forefathers, Bobby. It yeah. is, yeah. So, you yeah. know. But yeah, thank you, Ben. Okay. Thank you lovely, very much. Um, what did we get him? Nothing. <laughs> we got him this. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah, God. We, we got you us. Yeah, exactly. All right. Right, let's go. Football. 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 It's coming back. (laughs) For me, Clive, fives. 
Right, should we do our For Me Clive Fives? Yeah. That's traditionally how we start. What's, uh, what's the theme this week, Ben? The theme this week, Ben, is... The thing is we're mid between seasons, aren't we? We are, so this it's, is it's being... It's a fallow year. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> this is being recorded in... We're in July now, yeah, aren't we? July. Mm-hmm. So not, July not, not, not a lot of decent football. Day. Although, just a quick one. Have oh. any of you watched any of the Confed? No. No. Not have a you, minute. Have you... I, I saw yes, I did see the Portugal game, the right. nil-nil game. Okay, and the it, one that went to penalties. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, but apart from that, I didn't bother. But I was okay. reading today how they're debating what to do with it because the federations. Yeah, because right. um, for Qatar, mm-hmm. it's going to be too hot to play it in the summer. Well, it's obviously the World Cup has been played in the winter. Hang on, are you saying to the Qatar isn't a good place to be hosting football tournaments? <laughs> anyway, we do- we dissect. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's not dissect too much. Uh, Infantino has called into question the future of the tournament. The Confederations or the World Cup itself? Confederations. Wow, okay, fair enough. Very sad. Times. No, I watched a couple of minutes. It's okay. One thing that I did take away from the couple of games I've seen is how scarily good Germany's 18th team is. Yeah. It's... It's embarrassing. Left like, like all their big stars at home. Mate, even like well, people would be, like would be, Sane, who it, I think is what, like 20? Yeah. He's not, he hasn't gone. It would be inefficient to have a, a vast <laughs> difference in quality from the, the very top players to the very... I think that's what the Germans yeah, they have just, done. They insist upon when they every, clone them, they make sure everybody that they're, being they're the, same the, the scarier bit to it <laughs> right. is so, yeah, they won Confed's Cup with half of a youth team. Mm. Their under-21s still then won the under-21s. Yeah. And here we are going, oh, yeah, England won the under-20s and yeah. losing our minds. Still lost to Germany in a world. In a, Just for in the record, I'm, I'm not doing that. You're not celebrating England's victory. How did you get on on uh, England v Scotland? This is the last digression. <laughs> this is the last one. What do you mean, how did I get on? It was a very enjoyable game, wasn't it? Well, you were very excited beforehand. You, you, were, you were sending out some oh. tasty text messages. Oh, yeah. You were you were up for it. We gave England a you game. You were giving it the full brave heart, weren't you? Yeah, when you Kane it. scored. Oh, I went mental. <laughs> Celebrating a draw against a team that's ranked 76th in the world. Oh, here we go. Now you're a team ranked 76th. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Anyway, we Just massively... Just give yourself some lashes. We massively dissect. <laughs> oh, hang on. You don't want to talk about this now, do you? No, I'm happy to talk about it. But all, right, all right, all right, all right. All this talk right. of World Cups, knowing Scotland won't be right. there, it's tough. Well, you're never in them for long, Right, okay. For me, Clive Fives this week, uh, or rather this year. This may be our only one this year. Maybe We'll see what we can do. Exactly. Let's come back in the recording studio later yeah. today. So for me, Clive Fives, with Ben getting married in four days, with Bobby and I being the best of men at that wedding, we thought we'd do a partnership uh, for me, Clive Fives. There's all sorts of partnerships going on. Crazy partnerships at Best, best men duo. <laughs> Ben and Emily getting married. Oh, it's a mate. sort of partnership. Best body duo. Yeah. It's going to be great. Right. Okay. Uh, let's start with, I, I guess, let's go with the man man of the hour. Okay. So mm. I'll start with uh, when we said partnerships. Mm. Um, Did you, do you have a sub theme by some chance? I do have a sub theme. Oh, that's surprising. Um, and so this last season with, um, with my Sunday team scratchings, I've increasingly been playing centre-back rather than Keno defence midfield. Right. And so when we said partnerships, mm. I immediately harked back to my inspiration, the most inspirational centre-back pairing of all time, Steve Bruce and Gary Pallister. The, the most handsome centre-back. <laughs> 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 um, and filling that team out starts my sub-theme. Mm. So behind them, one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time, mm-hmm. 
even though Fergie said that Schmeichel was never world class. He, um, he did get lippy towards the end there, didn't he? Fergie got yeah, lippy. He got lippy. Lippy all his life. No, he? but I think he got particularly lippy once <laughs> he, he, he retired. Was just, he was just throwing it around. He did, didn't he? Yeah. He got so sassy. Books out. Well. <laughs> um, so we're going to go with Schmeichel in goal. Right. Peter. Of course. And on the bench mm. is going to be his son. Casper. Casper. Lovely. Because in front of him, right. uh, starting is going to be, to connect that link, is going to be... Another great, quite ugly centre-back pairing. Another mm. great title-winning pairing. Right. Robert Huth and Wes Morgan. Oh, those are good. So we've got a Schmeichel, Bruce and Pallister and a Schmeichel, Huth and Morgan <laughs> to create the six. <laughs> okay. The six? Yeah. Casper on the bench. Yeah, there are... Oh, so you're, you're mirror, mirror matching. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, okay. But I've just gone completely centre-backs for my team. We're never going to concede. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a phenomenal side. Okay. That's a really good team. Right. Okay. Good. Bobby, you sound unimpressed like you've got something better. So go on then. Well, my, my, my goalkeeper's a belter. So mm. obviously, if you're picking a team of partnerships, yeah. goalkeeper is a problem position, isn't it? However. Yes. It is. Andy Gorham in goal. Yeah. Because he was once famously diagnosed with schizophrenia. Right. Obviously, no, not really a laughing matter, but... Yeah. As Rangers goalkeeper turning up to play at Celtic Park, it was a laughing matter for the Celtic fans who decided to sing There's Only Two Andy Gorhams right. in response. Com- just throw in there for a little psychologist hat. Common misconceptions, schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder. Oh, and yeah, I've no doubt that it was... But I don't, not, I don't yeah. trust the Celtic fans when they necessarily have that knowledge. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say about <laughs> Scottish listeners, Ben. But anyway, that's got to be up there with the, with the best chance of all time, I'd mm-hmm. say. There's only two Andy Gorham, so I've got Andy Gorham and Andy Gorham As and a goal. partnership with himself. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Um, at the back, I've got Mark Lawrenson. Uh, mm. Famous partnership with Alan Hansen. Yeah. Uh, for the dominant Liverpool side of the 80s. I just thought I'd put Mark Lawrenson in there because whenever I think about my knowledge of football and being able to talk about football, I always feel a bit hesitant. I always think, well, I've not played the game at a very good level. I don't really, you know, what right do I have to talk about football? And then I remember Agreed. Mark Lawrence. Everyone here agrees with that. Don't have a very good opinion. And then I remember Mark Lawrence and I think, well, I'm going to talk as much as I like. <laughs> Right. Uh, in the middle, I've got Park Jisung. Oh, yeah. Right. So, it's a bit of cheating. Par- partners with everyone, you mean? <laughs> cheating on this one uh, a bit because obviously he was part of a, a famous trio of friends of Patrice Evan yeah. and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos Tevez, they used yeah. to hang out a lot, yeah. to much to the amusement of, of a lot of football fans. Mm-hmm. Um, also midfield, I've got Gerard Houllier, uh, played quite low level in France, I think, but famous for, or at least partly most famous for, being a um, manager partnership with Roy Evans at Liverpool. Oh, yeah. One of the most famous managerial partnerships I yeah, think yeah what was the situation there what was he what? came in didn't Roy he? Evans, was, Roy was, Evans already was already there yeah, yeah. he, he was... came in as an like not an assistant but a co, co-manager yeah yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah yeah Roy Evans was like the last of the boot room wasn't he what mm-hmm. they called the boot room yeah um, and then Julio was like the new Liverpool right okay um, cool. and then I think what did Evans get sacked and then Julio yeah. took over didn't yeah. he properly yeah to some success right he won everything didn't he he won yeah he was there when they won the the year they did the like a treble of sorts, wasn't mm. it? They? they did no. They, didn't they win like? Was it Rafa Julia where they won like every rubbish cup going? Yeah, they had. It was that was Julia. Was that Julia? It was Julia. Yeah, yeah. They, they won the, the UEFA cup, cup, the league cup, league, and yeah. the FA cup. FA cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And then up front, I've got Brian Clough because I rewatched the Damn United recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's bloody good. Yeah, and um, Peter Taylor, Timothy Spall's uh, character. Um, Cluffy was, uh, you know, just on the on the theme of like managerial partnerships. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he he couldn't really get anywhere without him. And Cluffy was quite a good striker when yeah. you look at his record. Like yeah. it was a goal a game, really. Basically, mm-hmm. that's my five. That's very good. Lovely. Okay. Quite a bit of research. Yeah. He did. He sounds like he's been working hard on this. Mm. Yeah. Are yeah. these kids in China being taught anything? No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. That okay. was during lesson. Cool. Um, I have two teams for my for me Clive oh, fives. Oh, show off. No, hang on. I'll... Greedy. My, my first is it, team... Is it a partnership of teams? <laughs> it's a partnership of teams, yeah. My first team is the obvious that we've just discussed, you know, good partnerships yeah. um, that I've seen over the years. Obviously, being a, a Gooner, I've gone with some Gooner partnerships, some great Gooner partnerships, but not the obvious from. ones. Not the obvious ones. None of them won titles recently. <laughs> Joel Campbell and his, his whoever, whichever fella he's with. Is that one of them? <laughs> I don't know what you're Slumbers. implying about Sol, but Sol is in my team. And he, he's partnered with um, Colatore, who they Lovely became... pronunciation there. Colatore. Colatore, who they became a partnership quite late on, actually. Because I think when Sol first came to the club, Arsenal had gone through like a period of... Do you remember the likes of Igor Stefanos? Mm. Pascal Sigon? Nelson Vivas. You know, you don't remember these gems. Forgotten about them all. These are are great players. Tried to erase them from my memory. Yeah, and then, you know. Were they the Invincibles partnership? So Colatore and Sol, yeah, they were. So what happened with Torre is he came to the club from like a Belgian feeder club that Arsenal have. So I'm sure you've heard (laughs) stories about how all these players Wenger could have signed and how one of them is Mm. Torre's older brother. Who's that? Sorry, younger brother, Yaya Torre, who did come on. He came on trial with us. But anyway. Well, Luton could have signed Messi, but they just didn't put in a bid. <laughs> that was the trouble. <laughs> they got the first bit wrong. That's right. That's right. Like, yeah, so Torre played a bunch of positions for Arsenal before he settled on centre back. And I'd love to see Torre up front. Mate, he, he, I remember him. I remember being at Highbury and him coming on an FA Cup game against Cambridge United. Yeah. And he was, he was raw, you know, like, yeah. I think he was like 19, 20. And he played three positions in that game alone. He came on for the centre-back, then he went into midfield, mm. and then he ended up um, on the wing. And Wenger he used like, to play him like right-back as well, Yeah, he? he just he played over it. Because Wenger, do you remember, if you remember, Wenger brought in uh, Lauren, as he's sometimes called, or Lauren. <laughs> and um, he came, he came from Mallorca as a winger. And Wenger, Wenger straight from Mallorca. The amount of times I've come from New York, straight, straight. <laughs> yeah, and he ended up playing right back for Arsenal. But yeah, so I've gone with um, Torre and Campbell because obviously yeah. Yeah, part of the Invincibles. And then in my personal opinion, in my lifetime, Arsenal's greatest partnerships. It didn't last very long, but it was pro- probably the best I've seen outside of the obvious two that were at um, United. But Petit and Vieira were just yeah. just absolutely phenomenal. They were top were, draw, they were phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely top draw. So I've gone with those up front and I could not think of anything funny to do with my goalkeeper. So I've gone with Jens Lehmann because oh, he's just filthy. a beast. Yeah. He's an absolute oh. beast. To be fair, if Andy Gorham's schizophrenic, mm. Jens Lehmann probably is. He well. probably <laughs> is, yeah. And um, my second team, so I had, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you a quick story. Okay, please. I thought it would be let, great. Let me just get the rug out. To, to have a, a, a fives <laughs> partnerships where you could name five footballers who have parents that have the same name. So like if David Beckham's mum was called Sandra Beckham and his dad's David Beckham and then someone else's mum is called Sandra and their dad is called David. 
So yeah. a partnership that this created is, this is ex- extensive the research, yeah. It took a long time. Yeah. I spent like best part of a week. I thought you were gonna <laughs> say like fa- I thought you were gonna say like father and son players. <laughs> no, no, no. Like your parents and my parents have the same first names and we're both professional footballers, is what I mean. Bloody hell. I know, it was impossible. It was really difficult. This may be possible in countries where they use similar names a lot. Well, so this is that's how the research ended up going. So I was like, so Where'd you get to? I didn't get very far. Saudi Arabian internationals called <laughs> Mohammed Al Absi or something. No, like. so I ended up with just five players whose mums are called Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> and you googled that. That's what was, where I what ended was, up. That's what's where I the ended Google up. search for that's that? What, it's, it's tricky. Five footballers. So here's whose what happens: you find out what a footballer's parents are called, right. and then you try and match that to another footballer's parents. So you go David Beckham's mum. And then you find out her name. Yeah, Walcott's mum. And you, you're, exactly. you're telling me it was nothing on telly that evening, mate. <laughs> that week, it was it was difficult. But anyway, where did so, you get to? Mum, footballers with mums called Sandra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And that was it. <laughs> Kayla Navas, Jermaine yeah. Defoe, David Beckham, Jamie Redknapp, and Luis Suarez all That's have mums called. Interesting. The, the, the Spanish it's a good mix, isn't it? Of yeah. So it turns out Sandra's quite a popular Spanish name. Mm-hmm. You used to date a Spanish Sandra. girl, Sandra, didn't you? I did date a Spanish girl called Sandra. Reference. Yeah. true. Yeah, Reference. True. Oh, yeah. Historical. Si, senor. Don't, <laughs> don't bring it up. Touchy subject. Right, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, as this is a special edition of the, of the pod... I think Sophie would be better if she was I think Sandra. let's leave Sophie out of this. Or anyone called Sophie. <laughs> or Sandra. Or Sandra. Right, okay. So... So, whose team would win? Out of this? Yeah. Would you reckon, Stagman? Well... I wouldn't concede, but we would fail to score. My guys aren't prolific going forward either, to be honest. I basically Who did you have forces. Who did you have scoring? <laughs> Brian Clough. Yeah, well, goal, goal to game, yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. that's not bad. It's not... All right. Okay. Let's call it a draw. Let's call it a draw. <laughs> a three-way draw. Three-way draw. Okay. Football philosophy. Right, so as we don't have any games to talk about, as we're in July, and none of you have bothered to watch the Confederation Cup, we've got like a special philosophy edition of of, um, this episode. Um, There are proposed rule changes going on in football this summer. Some exciting, some a bit rubbish. Um, I just thought maybe we could uh, chat through them. Let's talk about the future of the game. The future of the game. Because we've done a similar episode, actually, because I was thinking about this. We've done a very similar episode on things we would do to change football, if you remember. Mm. Yeah. Like, rules we would come out with. And it's almost like FIFA listened to that episode. I I reckon. (laughs) I reckon someone at FIFA... Infantino, are you listening? Someone at FIFA has been listening. Have you heard of Famicla? Are you aware of the Famicla? (laughs) Is that Sandra? (laughs) That was Nelson Mandela. (laughs) And he's dead. Right, okay. So, Bobby, it sounded in pre-recording that you had quite a good grip. Been all over changes. Mm. And which ones do you like? Which ones do you lot? Do you not? I think of all the ones that are proposed, it's mm. hard to Hold find. <laughs> nice. That's refreshment. Yeah, that's a guy. Sponsored by Highland Springs. <laughs> Other waters are available. <laughs> of all the the proposed rule changes, I I, I can't really find fault with any. Really? Um, with I mean, any. Yeah, I mean, all right, okay, so the ones that I found, shall I just read them out quickly? Sure, go all for right. it. Let's update the listener. <laughs> so we've got the 60-minute games. Yeah. What does that mean? So that means um, the clock is stopped, isn't it, when the ball goes out of play? Mm-hmm. So when the ball goes dead, the clock is stopped, and it's a tight 30 minutes, yep. 30 minutes. Um, I do think it's really interesting, that, especially when you compare it to rugby and other sports, mm-hmm. where it's completely ambiguous 
when the ref is stopping his watch in the current game. Mm. Ambiguous as in you don't know what it is or the referees I think the don't pl- have a rule? Pl- players don't know right? and viewers don't know. Mm. It's only the ref who manages to... Ca- and I would have thought, assuming the officials... Watches aren't linked. Mm-hmm. It's only one man who's deciding, right, this throw on, the ball's gone into the crowd for too long. Mm-hmm. This sub is taking too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you stopping it? It's it's um, It just goes to show how stop and start the game is, yeah. doesn't it, really? Because, like you say, it's it's the ref deciding, okay, I can let a few seconds go. Yeah. It's a point of stopping my yeah. watch now. Mm-hmm. But then when it be- does become too long, that's when he goes, okay, I'll stop now. Yeah. So. so you like that one? Yeah. You like I, the 60 I, minute? Uh, well, I... D- I've not really thought about that one too much, to be honest. I, no. I don't seem. No, I just. I, I don't, no, I, I don't really. If it comes in, it comes in. If it doesn't come in, it doesn't come in. Football's football still, and it doesn't change. It doesn't change the actual. Quote of the day. <laughs> it do, I, I don't think it'll actually change the flow no. or the shape of the game. I just think it's how we, how we, how we, how we display it. If you will, you'd well, still get time wasting, wouldn't you? Yeah. It just it. It wouldn't be as blatant. It, well, I don't know. Can you still time waste in that instance if the clock's being well? Stopped? Well, you I your mean, you get a different pat, kind. You of still time have people wasting. holding it in the corner. Yeah, you, the clock is still running. Then you can still run yeah. into the corner and hold the ball by the corner flag, but you can maybe it would be pointless taking so long over a goal kick. Yeah. So that, that that particular rule change has been a popular one amongst the analytics lot because a book I referenced quite a bit on this pod called The Numbers Game, which was written a, a few years ago by. A couple of... Um, other books are available. <laughs> other books are available. The Bible. Yeah. Read, <laughs> read Jonathan Wilson's. It's very good. Um, the Numbers Game, um, where they did... Where essentially these two football nerds kind of dissected the game um, using numbers. And that kind of has spawned off the money ball kind yep. of... Uh, it's it's the money ball Analytics football. approach. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the... You know, the... what I can't remember what the Billy Bean book is called for baseball, but... That one for football. And he has a chapter in that, or they have a chapter in that book about this specific topic. And they compare games between the, well, it's not the top 20 because obviously teams get relegated and out of the Premier League. But let's say twenty-five, the 25 teams or 26 teams that played in the Premier League mm-hmm. over a two-year period and how many minutes of actual football yeah. go it's, on it's in ridiculous, that period. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it'd be pretty, well, I'm pretty sure you can guess who the worst offender or which are the shortest games? Um, which team is involved in the short? Was involved in the shortest games? Tony Pulis' team. What's that? Sorry, yeah. West Brom. West Brom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was so this, cool. Sorry, yeah. the book was written in 2010. So this was like between right. 2008 and 2010. Yeah. Mm. So, but you're right. It is a Tony Pulis team, which mm. is Stoke. And their argument there was that actually it's not the time wasting that's the problem. By that I mean it's not the flow of the game or our enjoyment of yeah. the game. Mm. It's that when you play Stoke you're almost playing a different sport because you're playing with fewer minutes. Mm-hmm. Stoke do a lot of strange things anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't, they Stoke don't shoot very often. Yeah. They are very set piece orientated, mm-hmm. you know, fine. You know, football is great because you can have a sort of differences in tactics. But the one thing you can't have is when you play one team, you just yeah. play fewer minutes yeah. because that team is in there. So I think of all the rules so far, that's the one I think is just, it's such an obvious thing for FIFA to do. think it would create more, more of a level also, playing field? Yeah, in I mean, the, um, you can't have... Sorry, go on, Ben. In the uh, League Two playoffs this yeah. season, when it was Luton-Blackpool, so two legs, mm. Blackpool winning 3-2. Mm. From kickoff in the second game, Blackpool were time-wasting. Jesus. And mm. when you start time-wasting mm-hmm. at the beginning of 90 minutes... 
the amount of game that gets lost yeah. is absolutely incredible. It's mental. So there's another like example post that book that I think the Guardian did. Other, other newspapers and podcasts are available, but other podcasts are available. <laughs> we only want this podcast. <laughs> we only want this one. Right. Um, that um, a Guardian. I can't remember who it was, but another analysis guy did where he dissected like a five minute period of a game uh, in the Premier League last season where a free kick was taken, mm. a goal was scored, and the kickoff happened mm. and it was like off that five minutes he dissected the ball only moved once which was when the ball was kicked Mad. into the net but that's just made me think i mean you're describing the premier league there which mm. we consider quite action-packed mm-hmm. imagine the amount of minutes that are played in yeah. the league or so yeah yeah my god that must so they, be like so value for money that exactly. the fans are getting so he doesn't he does I, in i might be wrong and i might be proven wrong some somewhere but he does a compare. They do a comparison of other leagues there, and the Premier League wasn't the worst offender. I think Italy was was the worst, That's and Spain be and England yeah. weren't that far mm-hmm. far apart. In in I think maybe because in in Spain the ball just seems to be more in play because they're passing it around more, whereas mm. our guy in England they're running up and down. But anyway, the, of all the the rule changes. I think that one just is just it's a no brainer, right? Yeah. It's like goal line technology. Well, let's not spend too much time yeah. on that. Sure. Then, yeah. Okay. What's um, the other? So dribbling from free kicks, mm-hmm. uh, goal kicks, and corners. Yep. So being able to just play mm-hmm. rather than. Uh, and how do you rather... feel about that? Uh, well, this podcast isn't just about me. How do you feel about it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're trying to encourage action. That's why. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I take away from that. But I still, it's, it's like it's a tiny kick away. Mm-hmm. To be able to pass it to someone, isn't it? You just want it more socially inclusive rather than more about the individual. So, uh, <laughs> it's it's never bothered me. Ta- the time wasting has bothered me. I've never gone. Oh God, you have to. No, he has to pass to someone. Mm. But you know what? Sorry to not talk about that specific rule, but what I think would be a better alternative rule to that. Let's just do what you want to do, mate. Thanks, okay. mate. I, but like, I remember when Pele was going a bit mad a few years ago and he's come, he would say something outrageous and people mm. would laugh at him. Mm. And one of the things he said was... Stop climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Wear condoms. Correct all dysfunction. No, he was like... He, he said something before a World Cup. I think it's 06. Um, and he was like, if a player is fouled in a one-on-one position, for example, you know, like... And or rather, if the last defender like hacks someone, yeah, you know, and like on, the, deliberately clearly on, purpose, yeah, yeah, and they, he was the last person. <clears throat> isn't it a little bit unfair that the other team now get to bring yeah, the other completely. ten players in front of the yeah. ball? You know, mm-hmm. it should be it should be freeze. Whoever was there, yeah, yeah. So we all stop, and whoever yeah. was there, fine, you can have a yeah. kickoff from that point, mm-hmm. but you don't get to bring in everyone yeah. else because essentially. You're rewarding people for cheating. But then if, if that last man is sent off, are you mm. not punishing that team twice? So, that's the issue with penalties, isn't mm. it? That's what people always say classic, about it. The classic is counter-attack, isn't yeah. it? You, t- you take someone down because it's going to be a three on two, so you stop him running away. Yeah. But the, sure, the, the, but then the, are the, you the, not punishing them twice, though? That's the thing. If that man gets sent off... and then Yeah, if he gets sent off. but That's punishment enough, yeah. surely, isn't it? But the majority of the time, when people in that situation mm. is someone's just got around someone and it would be the majority. But then maybe they don't get punished enough just to contradict myself because mm. if it's the 89th minute, if you look at Suarez with a handball, mm. he, got, yep. he got sent off for that handball, yeah. didn't he, he did. against Ghana and yeah. they didn't really suffer from it, did they? Well, yeah, but that's an obvious, that's an obvious position. You know, in ba- basketball they have goaltending where someone stops an obvious basket and rather than just going, 
take that shot again. Mm. They just give them the points. Right. So yeah, like a penalty try. Yeah. They, they doing just rugby, go. That yeah. was going in. So, so you in that Suarez situation, stop the try. Yeah. Yeah. So we just give it anyway. So yeah. what you then do is no one deliberately goaltends because there's no point. Yeah. A penalty goal would be a good system. Yeah, I think. it would. But sorry, back to the dribbling rule. Mm -hmm. I think a, a kind of tweak to that is yes, I was already running towards the goal or mm. whatever had happened. Why shouldn't I be able to pick it back up and carry on? Why do I have to yeah. kick it from this particular spot mm. only? Whereas I was in full sprint when you hacked me down. So I think, that, I think that's a good one, actually. It's very sensible stuff from FIFA, this, isn't it? It's yeah. Bit, it's a bit worrying. What's going on? I don't know. I think they're hiding Infantino. Mm. Yeah, okay. What's um, the other? So, yeah. Uh, on that note, goal mm. awarded for goal line handball. Mm. Like a penalty. Like, my nose yep. have got like a penalty try in rugby. Yeah. Oh, you're, nice. you're all for that, Ben. The thing I like, actually, mm. about Macca's notes is it's actually on note paper and note form. <laughs> Me and Ben have gone, have gone, gone 21st century and, and <laughs> done digital. it all on I don't like technology. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this technology No, but did you, did you find out where, did you know where he wrote these notes? No, where was it? Where did you write these notes, Bobby? What were you supposed to be doing? I wasn't supposed doing? to be doing it. I was at school, but... Right. You weren't supposed to be teaching. No, no, no. Right, okay. <laughs> I wasn't just sat in class playing, put, playing, put, put a film on, playing Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> sat in the back doing some, doing some research for the pod. Children, yeah. today we will be learning about FIFA's rule changes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? But it's a bit, it's a bit worrying that. Sorry to uh, dissect, but it's mm. a bit worrying that FIFA is starting to become a somewhat sensible organization. Well, the VAR. Have you seen how that's worked in the Confeds? It's had a bit of slating, but it's a sensible move. Isn't but it? the VA, the problem with the VAR, from from what I've read of it, was that they just didn't have enough training on it. Mm -hmm. The refs had it fed for four days in their training, which doesn't go through all of the possible situations of what could happen. Yeah, like people, and, that, and again, it's just about it's a clarity for the fans of people knowing when it should be implemented. Mm -hmm. and it's, at least it's being done in these poncy tournaments rather than properly, but. The majority of the chat I've seen is the players and managers are annoyed because it's just confusion more than yeah. anything. There's always teething problems, though, isn't there, when mm -hmm. you introduce... I think the problem when you have it, when you introduce video technology, is you're then, there is an assumption that everything will be perfect. Mm -hmm. It almost yeah. gets robotic refereeing. Mm -hmm. Whereas we've been in this place where one man or one person and mm -hmm. two other potential people are making a decision. When if, if you're basically saying that everything you see on screen is therefore going to be implemented. They still don't get it exactly right in rugby. There's still, no. there's still occasions no, no. when they get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen tries grounded and the, then it's still open to interpretation yeah. as to whether the player's done this or that or whether he's actually got the ball down before. They're like The camera can't actually capture completely but What they've done in Some rugby... Some things are blurred because of the action or like players crossing over each other. Or Yeah, sorry to interrupt what you're no, saying. Okay. But something they've done in rugby, which they seem to not have done in football, VAR, is... In rugby, they seem to go to the video referee for every, mm. every potentially, potentially game-changing decision. decision. Yeah. Not even controversial. Just I'm about to award something that changes mm. the game. No, unless it's absolute. Even if unless it's in it's the certain, second, yeah. even if it's in the second, like the second minute, and it's slightly yeah. ambiguous, they yeah. will go. To they will the... go. Whereas it seemed like, and part of that is they seem to have trust in the people reviewing the tape. Mm. In this one, it still seems like the referee on the field is is God and he he might get suggestions which we don't know if he's had a suggestion that oh actually you know what 
watch McCall dive the second yeah. ago. And the referee goes, actually, no, I don't think he did. And he carries on. So do either of you, do you know, in, in any of the trials that they've been doing, they've been yeah. doing it in the Confederations mm -hmm. Cup. I think mm -hmm. they did it in a, mm -hmm. a women's tournament as well. And um, some of the French friendlies as well. Okay. So do you know... Oh, of, uh, England's friendly, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know of any particular incidents that... Yeah, yeah, there's been loads. There's been a oh, few. there was there was some in the England France friendly. There I was one the in the um, Confed final. Okay, um, someone got uh, elbowed, a Chile player elbowed a German player. Ref went over and looked at the telly replay. So was it like goal scramble corner coming? No, in it was, or went up for a header and he elbowed him. Right, okay. It was called to his attention. Goes over and watches it. So sorry, just to take that through from start to finish. Yeah. How was it called to his attention? A linesman spotted it and then said you should go to the. No, the VAR can suggest yeah. a review. So he's got like a buzzer on his yeah, arm. Yeah, so he goes, you need, you need to have a look at this. There's yeah. been an elbow. There's right. been a potential elbow. He runs over, has a look at it. But the, then the controversy, which is exactly what we're saying about the God on the pitch thing, mm. he then only gave a yellow for it. When actually, right. when by popular opinion, when you watch it, it's a clear elbow. And so there's well, even still... by the laws, of, by popular opinion or by the laws of the game, it should have been a red. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, I so, don't ev know so everyone's gone, so hold on. You haven't just missed it, and yeah, you could get away with just you haven't seen it, but mm. it's been called to your attention, and you've still got it wrong, mm -hmm. mm. which is where you know it's for good and bad mm -hmm. because it's, it goes back to what I was saying is that are you basically saying that if you can review everything, it gets to the rugby thing, that it has to be a hundred percent right all the time because you're never going to get to that degree of certainty, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's but it still can be better. Mm. Yeah, and it's mm. the biggest thing I think is it's just not clear of what's going on. When the refs are calling it, who's suggesting it? Is the refs doing it? Is it? Can they do it? Can like if you're in the same place like with um, the NFL and like with tennis, I think you should be able to go. I want you to review this. Mm. If you're if you're a manager, you get X amount of calls a game mm. to go. I think you've got that wrong. I and then you get tactical calls, don't you? And then, yeah. And then we're back to the time wasting. Yeah. Well, so are you? I mean, to kind of round up this part of the chat, are we saying that these rules, while being great, there's you, you kind of worry that FIFA may not deliver on the promise of what these things are. I think it's people's expectations, isn't mm. it? People are, like Ben's saying, people are expecting them to come in and then and then that's the game solved. Like, there's yeah. never going to be another yeah. controversial incident. But yeah. it's having a dose of reality about the situation, isn't it? And saying it's not 100%, but it's, I don't think any of us here would say we should go back to not having yeah. VR. Yeah, I mean... Of 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 the rules, sorry, there there were more than just the, the, just those those three, right? Yeah, there's a couple more. Yeah. Well, there may there may be more than this. This mm -hmm. is just what I uh, saw. So yeah, um, no rebounds on penalties. So what we mean there is a penalty is is a is a pure dead ball situation. Yeah. So it, uh, uh, within the ninety minutes, mm -hmm. a penalty goes to what it would be like in a penalty shootout. Mm -hmm. So you can't strike back from so the when, rebound. But then. I, so I, the, read, I read the document. So the keeper but saves, it goes to a goal kick. Oh, right. But this is, so this is the thing. I, when I read the, the little pamphlet that they produced on these rules, I don't remember reading anywhere about when the ball is then dead. Um, immediately. So if the, if, the goal, if the ball doesn't go in, mm -hmm. it's considered a save. So it's like the penalty is an isolated incident yeah. in the game. Right. It's not a let's just carry on after. Mm. Okay. It's right. dead for everyone. It's right. between, the kicker, and, between right. the kicker and the keeper. And the, lo the logic of that was... A would prevent encroachment. En encroaching, yeah. I mean, it seems like a, a drastic yeah. solution for a, a small problem, really. Mm -hmm. it's How often does encroachment even get called up? It's always weird when it's it does get called going up. On, isn't it? Yeah. I think of, of the ones so far, I think that's the one I like least, no? Because it's. It's. it's, it's what do you do? Because we like dribble from a, 
from a corner and free kicks. Do we? Well, yeah, I thought. You're speaking for both of us. I now, think I'm speaking for the three of us. I think it's fine. You order for me. But I, think, I thought we liked that, but then we don't like this this rebound situation. Uh, the rebound situation, I don't know. I mean, I, I like. I can see the pros and cons to to both of it. I, I like the idea of like a pure competition between the the keeper and the, and the duel. The, yeah, a duel. <laughs> a fence, uh, football fencing. <laughs> it's me and you, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, compared to all the rest, it's it's it was, small, fr- yeah. small fr- The rule change that I liked most mm. was the penalties, the change in taking format. So what what is that? Give so me a instead of going oh, yeah, instead that. of going A B A B A B. You, the proposal is to go A, B, B, A, and then repeat. And why would that be necessary? Because the team that goes first, mm-hmm. uh, on average, wins 75% of penalties. Because right. they add pressure to the opponents. Yeah. Is that basically what it is? Yeah. Which, when you think about it, so one, you go, that statistic is mental in mm-hmm. any professional s- sport. The mm-hmm. most important thing you can do with, with penalties isn't about isn't about like taking them or scoring them. It's winning the toss. Yeah, yeah. And then you go. Penalties are the things which decide the games. But do you, I know when I used to play like a reasonable level, we, we used to practice the toss. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> so then you go. So if it's if it's something, and I got I got pretty good at it. <laughs> I've heard. Chief tosser. <laughs> They used to send me out to toss first. <laughs> tosser of the year, I've heard. <laughs> Most improved tosser. You nearly got semi-pro at tossing, didn't you? <laughs> semi-pro? I, I read in the book. <laughs> so I think when you go, it's something as fundamental as deciding who wins a World Cup final mm. or a Champions League or whatever. It's a match-defining event where you've got a much better chance of just winning the toss more than... What you actually go on so the, the suggestion was the team that goes first goes twice the team that goes so you go you go first shoot first Engl- shooter England yeah. England Germany go right. England go England go again okay. then Germany go then Germany go again then England go so it alternates the pressure yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that if you is a think good one. It, the recent under 21s is the pressure got to us because mm-hmm. we were going second all the time but I mean that is a that that is a great proposed rule change I don't yeah. think There'd be you'd be hard pressed to find many football fans who would disagree with yeah. that one. But how often does that come into play with football? Is that the penalties? Prior? No, I mean, but is that the priority? World with... Cups are won on penalties. Okay. Yeah. I know that. But... I can't. Uh, genuinely, out of oh, all, let me finish. Out, out of let all of the rule changes, it's let, the priority. Let, it go. let me finish. This is how high pitched that voice is going. <laughs> let me finish. This is a safe space. How often you? Okay, so it does come up every now and again, and mm. it is important. Yeah. Mm. But. <laughs> Some mic yeah, Mike's throwing, throwing, throwing the mics around the room. But you know, Premier League, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't happen at all. No. no, it doesn't. Mate, football's not all about the Premier League. No, I know. You that, know but that. What I'm saying is, league football constitutes. But you know, you know, league football constitutes the majority of football. For hang football on, around. but what you? What I don't understand. What you? What you're? Why you're against this? I'm not against it. I'm saying right. it's a good rule change. But it, we we're here to talk about which one we think should be mm. implemented first. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that is a very good one. Mm. But Your question be... is, should we prioritise volume or impact? It's not really a question, it's more of a statement. <laughs> He's <laughs> not asking your opinion. <laughs> he knows. Your, your statement is we should prioritise right, which okay, game right, to implement, right. change more of the game. Before we, we, we finish this little segment, I would, just a quick one on 
creating a rule based on a statistical advantage that one yeah. team gains from a certain quirk of the way yeah. we play football now. How do you solve a problem like home team advantage? Because In, take a World Cup, the most important football tournament there is. Yeah. The team that plays at home has a huge advantage yeah. in, or at least has a bit of a leg up. I think the the numbers game guys who are, I'll quote them some are more. You're getting paid for this. They're really good, but they I, they I did, still don't understand how that works. What? Well, the, the simple answer is referees favour home teams. Yeah. And right. and there is player psychology that goes yeah. into it as well. But there must be. There must be counter psychology to that, though, like feeling more pressure of playing at home. You're in front of all your nation's sure, fans. Sure, for some, yeah. So that's why I don't really but, understand But it. it's, the, it's the biggest... I know it does work. It's the yeah. biggest thing is the refs. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. But well. Whatever it is that causes it, it does exist, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely there. Playing at home yeah. gives you an advantage. Yeah. So why on earth are we deciding who the best team in the world is when one of them has an advantage that none of the others have. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Obviously, if, he, if, if one of Infant, whatever his name is... Infantino! Infantino's assistants. But then, Sandra, so, Sandra, Sandra Infantino Sandra is Infantino. listening in. What's the, what's the solution? Well, I don't know. Play, I, playing Qatar. They're, or, ne- they're never going to win. Or, you know what the Americans... <laughs> Antarctica? What we do in... Playing space. What we do for, <laughs> for cup finals... Yeah. Um, what we do, you the just, neutral venue in this country, you the refer- neutral oh, venue. Sorry, I you said, so I if, you said the Americans. So for Russia, well, the Americans do the same same thing, but it's, it, I mean, it's a bit different because they do like the Champions League one, where the final is played in a stadium where no one knows if that team is going to make the final mm. or not. If they do fine, then they get the advantage. But ultimately, so, the theory is it's unlikely that that team will be there because there's 32 other teams in the league who, who can also be there. Russia mm. gets to the final, mm-hmm. and we move the final to Switzerland. No, I'm saying neutral country. I'm saying you host the whole thing in a in a country where a team isn't even playing. Like where? Football football's a global game. <laughs> I don't know. You're literally talking about Antarctica. Well, <laughs> fine, let's play some ice football. I I just think that if you're going to start doing that, which yeah. is what FIFA are doing. No, it's true. Why are not addressing the a genuine one? Not that the penalties one is is genuine. Yeah. But it's interesting as well, even not mm. ju- not just World Cup with um, with Champions League, of when the stadium is set at the start. Mm. There's been a number of times when you go well, so one potentially playing in your home country, but well, that, even teams being able to play in their own stadium. I mean that Bayern Munich final at home to Chelsea it was a miracle how Chelsea won that. Yeah, yeah. Munich were new to that ground though, so maybe that that was it. Mm, some yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. On that note, shall we? So we, do we? Are we not picking? One rule each. That is we... that what you'd like to do? Bobby? No, well, that's what you told me before we did the pause. Oh, right? have I? Have I, I just like it? I just like. I just like you to my word. Keep to your word. Just okay, for once. Okay, fine. Robert Ian McLaren. What is your favourite of the new rules? My favourite of the new rules would probably be penalty try for goal line handball. Yeah. Mm. Cut that shit out. Okay, fair enough. Very ungentlemanly, isn't it? Ben Raymond Harold. Penalties. Penalties win All games. Penalties. penalties win tournaments. Okay, and I think for me, sixty-minute games. I think it's... you moan about time wasting so much. <laughs> the amount of time you've wasted moaning about time wasting <laughs> for someone who's never been on time for anything in his life. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just it's such a no-brainer solution yeah. to an a, a, a poison in football. A right? Spite on the game. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
Should we do some awards? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. well, pre-awards. Pre-awards. That's yeah. right. Okay. Pre-awards. 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 Okay. The teams and the bobbies. Prawds. So can we show it anymore? Yeah, prawds. 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 So we're doing we're doing teams. We're in a professional studio today, Ben. So Sorry, that knocking <laughs> does affect the production value. Of You're right, we should have bought a drum kit. And got really <laughs> no, pro. Stop being a twat. Right. Okay. So um, pre awards. Yeah. Prawds. 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 <laughs> What's the uh, format? Well, same as usual. Right. Your Tim Sherwood, Dickhead of the Week. Where is he now? He's at, Where like, is Tim Sherwood? Where is Tim he's, Sherwood? He's, he's, uh, he was on, director of football out. at Swindon. Was it Swindon? Ooh, yeah. Okay. This, is, this is why you didn't go on fly. So it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's director of football of he, Swindon he was, and the Belgian manager. Uh, yeah. What do you <laughs> is mean? he still and, Belgian manager? With Henri yeah. as assistant? Bobby Martinez, yeah. Oh, okay. With Henri as assistant yeah. still. Yeah. So you, what do you guys think Tim Sherwood's doing, sorry? Director of football. But then wasn't like... They didn't they, do very they well. Been relegated, they? Yeah, they were in I wasn't two, sure no. if he was then made manager. Right. Okay. Because that seems like a good idea. Yeah. Isn't it? We're not doing very well. Let's get <laughs> yeah, Tim yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. He is. is he still? He's manager yeah. of. He's manager of them now. No, no, no. He's, uh, he's just director directing of football. football. He's directing As of November the, 2016. Directing it very badly. <laughs> by all accounts. God. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Play go, it long. Go on, Band. You start them, mate. <laughs> right, my Tim. So this is our predicted. The prods for the year ahead. Yeah. So who we think will be the Tim Sherwood of the year and who you think the Bobby Martinez yeah. of the year. Who do you anticipate is going to... Who do I anticipate is going to... Who do you anticipate you're going to like and who do you anticipate is going to annoy yeah. you next it's, year? Who are you prodding? Who am I prodding? Yeah. So, I, I've i based mine on how the press Do you need react. a little bit longer to think? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I can do mine. <laughs> no, I'm good. I've got mine. <laughs> Fucking hell, this time wasting is <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Stop the clock. Send him off. Are you are you finished? <laughs> this is this is what the pod's all about. Right, okay. <laughs> I base mine on what I think how I think the press will react to these two particular people and that's making mm. them the Tims and the Bobbies of next year. Why are you so concerned with the press? What about your well, opinion? This Public is perception. It's what band's all about. That's what, what I'm all about. about. I'm all about polling, mate. I'm all about polling. doesn't want to form any opinions on his own. I know, no. Sitting on the fence. <laughs> no stat, no chat. <laughs> so I reckon next year's Tim Sherwood, yeah. dickhead of the year, is going to be Antonio Conte. Mm. Work with me here. Okay, no, go on. He's no longer the underdog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows his system. Everyone knows his system. Mm-hmm. All of that, jumping up and down, screaming to the crowd, all of that, after a year and a half of that, people yeah. are going to get a bit tired of it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to start to look a little bit put Seen on. Seen it all before. Yeah. yeah, a little bit put on. And everyone's going to remember, yeah. oh yeah, by the way, we all hate Chelsea. Yeah. And I think yeah, yeah. he's at risk of potentially being one of those people the press is going to like turn their backs on. Could turn into a bit of a Conte. <laughs> yes, he could. He could turn into a Conte. All right. And my Bobby is his predecessor mm. at Chelsea. Here we go. One Jose Mourinho. Shut up. I thought Honestly. you were going to say Felipe Scolari. So, Sandra. Sandra, Sandra Mourinho. So I think Jose, the press have been kind of hard on him this year, or rather yeah. the previous year gone by. Because Jose did win two trophies. Three. Three trophies. Jose. Including the charity shield. Of course. If he does, Count I do. it all. <laughs> Count it all. Jose has got, does manage the biggest football club in the world. Jose is still a pretty clever man when it comes to football. And I think he always works better as an underdog. Yeah. As the guy people don't think 
is going to do well. The only reason why I think Jose was a particular see you next Tuesday this year was because he was losing. I don't think he's going to lose as many games as he did last year. Mm-hmm. And I think the press are going to start enjoying Jose press conferences again when he stops being such a miserable git. I think this past year has been like... An, like Bands always have that stage where they like have like an awkward album, don't they? Mm-hmm. Where they're trying to like sort of the trans gender. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it is maybe it is Sandra Marina, <laughs> but they're like they're they're moving from one sort of like their their initial identity yeah. like, that everyone got to know them for to like a new identity. And yeah, I think, I think you might be right. I think Joe. I think jo- I don't the, know if he'll become more likable. I think the press have, have always liked defi- Jose. He's definitely it's just now that he's a loser, they have no choice but to but to pick. call that to his face. Yeah, I guess so. Right, okay. Bobby, who are your future teams? Pardon you. Uh, <laughs> so I think my team next year is going to be Pep. Guardiola. Mm. Yeah. Right. I think he's already... I'm thinking s- of him for Bobby. No, I think he's already started a little bit. I think... I mean, I, I don't watch much La Liga football. Mm. And I, I think I remember when we did a pod with maybe, with maybe George, when Pep mm. first came to the Premier League, and he was making the point, as like a lot of other people, you know, very obvious point. Okay, let's see him do it with a without a team full of stars. Yeah. Let's see him. Let's see him yeah. do. Let's see him do like a slightly tricky job. Yeah. And I think he's got that job now. I think he's got got a tricky job not because he's not got players that are good enough, but because there's so much competition in the Premier League. And I th- I can just I can see him getting increasingly frustrated. He's had a few tetchy press conferences. He's maybe sort of feeling a bit sorry for himself. I anticipate that he might. Just annoy people a little bit next year. I don't. I don't think they're going to win the league. So, I think the mad mm. thing when you're saying about the competition as well is that you almost forget it's obviously not just about the players. Mm. But when you list off the managers in the top six, oh my God. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is like it's and it's not just about the squads. It's the mind games between them. Mm. You got Guardiola, Marina, Mourinho, Conte, Marina. She Marina. Really, she really has contrast. Sandro <laughs> Marina. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And right. it is. And you, you know, you go, yeah, the competition may not have been as strong, but mm. in La Liga or even um, in the Bundesliga, but he's up against people who are p- potentially outthinking him as well. Yeah. yeah, who are considered at the top yeah. of their profession. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And on that note of, of stellar managers, um, it's a bit of a cliche one for Bobby, but I think Jürgen Klopp will still remain a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Do you think? Title potential? No, no. Competition's too much. They're not there yet, are they? they Why? The, what do you the think squad they're missing? Depth, I don't think. Just depth. Yeah. Squad depth and and real star quality players. They've got one or two, but they haven't got the the same amount of of world class players. They haven't got a Hazard. Yeah. They haven't got. Um, who is anyone else? <laughs> is, was it just a one man <laughs> yeah. team? Well, actually, no. When you do, when you when you when you go Conte. when you go. Okay, I'm going to name some world class players in the Premier League. Mm. It's not really like Coutinho's that. pushing it. I think in the next couple of years, if he carries on the way he's playing, he's good, isn't he? But still, it's Liga for the for the top ten players in the world. Yeah, yeah. all the top ten players in the world are in the Liga. Yeah. So you think ten? Not yeah. even. It's not even La Liga. They're in two teams. Yeah. There. I think Alexis Sanchez must be in the top ten. See, yeah. yeah. He is, he is. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, he's not going to be in the Premier League. He'll be be with Pep. Woo! All right, okay. Um, And Stagman. So my um, Bobby is going to be, I think that this is going to be the year that we do have 
uh, one of our English talents recognised as a world-class player. Mm. I think it's going to be Harry Kane. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say Lee Catamon. <laughs> oh, you've gone with a player. Gone with specifically with a player. I think right. this, if it's you clever. look at... Yeah, interesting. We both went How unusual. Kane's, Kane's um, <laughs> his record is incredible. He and is when you do it, when you now look at it, this will be, what, his fourth season, potentially? He's going to be Premier League top goal scorer of all time. Yeah. I'll go on record as he's, well. He's absolutely insane. And I think it's, especially in the Scotland game, sorry mm. to bring it up, when you look Why at you when he up, starts that he was head and shoulders above everyone else in that game of being captain, but also then delivering at the most biggest pressure points. And I just think with his record, he, mm. I think he will be, he will beat Shearer's record. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be an amazing season for him. And hopefully that leads through into the World Cup. Yeah. And then my Tim um, is, and it's unfortunate because I was um, I was a Remain voter rather than a Leave voter. This uh, podcast supports both political not, opinions. No, not, no, it doesn't. This, is, this isn't, this wasn't, <laughs> I'm not talking about the, I'm not talking about the uh, EU referendum. I was talking about the Wenger in and out. Oh. I, I was Remain. Direction. <laughs> I I was a key remainer. Deliberately but, trying to dissect us. But my my <laughs> tip. key remainer. <laughs> my my prod well, for I'm for a Tim. Is come and consult you. No, is uh, right. is uh, is Arsenal fans. I just mm. I'm not looking forward to another season of them moaning about Wenger. Who's they? And I think I speak that, for all Arsenal that, fans. That that <laughs> that group of Arsenal fans with mean, the Wenger ones that out happen banners. to have a camera and and, oh, and, and a YouTube account. Can we not mention? <laughs> I've just had enough of them, and that's right. to, be, to be honest. Like I wanted Wenger to stay, but actually, I would have quite appreciated him going just so they can shut up about having one of the best managers in Premier League in English history mm-hmm. wanting to get rid of him. Yeah, I just wanted to. Be, if he signed on, I agree with. Um, Cronkay's statement. He, he, now, he signed yeah. on. Support him. Mm. Put it to bed now. Yeah. What are you supporter? I'm a I'm a no, Remainer. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm just saying in in terms of, you know, I think we've all been to a football game and heard some we're, we're bloke moaning. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> about about his own team yeah. from the stands, and you go, well, why did you come if you yeah. come here to complain? Yeah. What is it you're here for? Well, football attracts different personalities. Mm. It's different uh, sorts of, sorts of catharsis for different individuals, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. All right, that was all very good. It's lovely. I it. We're done, we didn't right? even get around to the second beers. No, we'll get around to it in a minute. But it's been a pleasure, boys. That's it. It's been lovely. But it's, it's only good. just begun. The best thing is, I spoke to um, I spoke to Christy yeah. uh, just before I said, oh, "Have you listened to the pod?" She went, oh, "The pod." Blah 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 football. <laughs> blah blah beer. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, that's our best review. That's pretty good. <laughs> right, and on that note, it's been a pleasure, lads. It's been lovely. I'll see you in another year. Yeah. Let's go. Me <laughs> too. Sweet. All right. Subscribe, follow, and spread the word.